I love the idea of like uh like Bane Bane's personal time, you know what I mean? Or like any any superhero villain personal oh, time. I love that idea. But when they're not Bane's mum. You want Bane's mum in the mask <laughs> saying, have your veggies? That's what you want to see. Is you want to see Bane coming home going, Mom, I'm here. Oh, Mom, I've got an interview in the morning. Bane getting on the bus. You want Bane in normal situations. You want Bane at the gym? He's at fitness first. Yeah, those muscles don't make themselves, man. Like, you got to get juiced up. You want Brother. Bane at the gym waiting to use the leg press? Brother, how about you spot me for a moment? And then him having a muffin and complaining because it's a bit dry. <laughs> Leveraging your home, margin personal loans, hedged by put contracts, holding 15 overexposed bad positions, looming threat. I think my internet's running very slowly because it took about six minutes for Facebook to load. I just stared at this grey screen. Is it working now? Well, you never know with life, do you? Zuckerberg, they're all fucking lizards. Who knows what they're doing? They're probably trying to make a little extra money for a honeymoon. I don't know. And then just turn the system off for an hour. Slow it down a little make bit. More. Make you wait. Dude, imagine like they could do anything. They just turn off Facebook, make it run slow for a while to make extra money to try to uh, clean up their books. Because this is what happened with Air Asia. How would, that, how would that make money though? Well, because they, they don't run the system. They just turn it off for a while. Yeah. Just go, oh, we'll make extra profit. <laughs> yeah, but that's the they system's just what's making the, the money. The only thing that makes the money is the ads. Yeah, 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 I suppose with the ads. But I was saying, because uh, I've got Air Asia and I had a flight refund and they still haven't done it. And I was like, there's no doubt they're not just smoothing their profits where they'll have this sale from me and then they just don't refund it until the new tax year. I'm like, oh, you can't. It's been three months. Give me my fucking money. And they're going, you sure you don't want a credit? I'm like, no, I want the tax back from the <laughs> you airport. Don't want a credit. And they messaged again and they go, are you sure? Do you rethink it? We've got incredible specials coming up in the next 18 months. And I'm like, give me my 600 bucks back. I know I gave you a grand or two, 1200, but I'm like, I'll take 600 bucks and I'll do DMT in a park and have a better experience than Bali. Fuckhead. Don't even need a holiday. I had, I had one recently where Virgin refunded a flight that, uh, uh, that had to be canceled Except instead of it yeah. refunding it to me, the person who paid it, they refunded it to like a comedian. They they gave them the travel allowance. So I, Are you I call, serious? Yeah, and I call them up. I'm like, hey, um, where's my fucking money? And they're like, yeah, we refunded it. I'm like, well, it's not in my account. And they're like, no, no, we refunded it to their account. I'm like, hold on. So I, wait, I pay for it. Like you haven't refunded yeah. it. They're like, yeah, but it's been refunded. We can't change it now. I'm like, but you haven't refunded it. You've just given someone else some money. So yeah, do yeah, my yeah, fucking refund. It's random. Oh, we just gave a hundred bucks to a guy on a train. Here's your money. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a nice person at a party. I'm like, that's not how it works. That's what my ex was saying. She goes, with the dental bill, you're you're fucked. We're going to pressure you for this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You, the invoice is in your name. I don't know if you know how the law works, but you can't just later on go, <laughs> actually, this my benefactor is going to pay for it because he, he once sent me a Christmas card and now I've got to look after her for the rest of her life. Yeah. Do you understand how annoying the divorce is conceptually? The fact that, yeah. that, 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 that 
that I got an employee to come and work at my little shop. And then eventually one day I came in and she had changed the locks. And now she runs the business and I've still got to pay the rent. She's emailing and you're not paying the rent anymore. My framing business is, your framing business is my framing business. Now it's not going as well now that you're not there. And I'm like, and she email, we need new signs. We're having a big sale at the end of the month. I'm like, what part of the fact that you stole everything do you not understand? I'm not going to keep contributing. I'm out. Anyway, I don't know. Who knows about all these issues, dude? I'm pro everything. Are you having financial troubles with the uh, with the ex de facto? Dude, she just never leaves me alone. She messaged and she goes, the, the older one's going to the doctor. And I'm like, what for? And she said, he's had stomach issues. And I'm like, he's not at my house. I said, have you ever, cons- have you ever considered it's the environment? I said, you know what? You've gone to the doctor a hundred times. They know you at the the kids' hospital by name as the psychopath that comes in with hypochondria. And I'm like, have you ever considered it might be the fact that he's got anxiety? He's actually worried of being around you. I go, he, oh, Dad, he's I've got, got a psychosomatic tum- stomach issues. Just this is what I told him. Out I go, like, you know, you know what? His tummy's his stomach's fine with me, and then he's got pain in his stomach around you. And I'm like, that sounds like anxiety to me because he's stressed under your control. He's freaking out, going, "Who is this muppet? <laughs> I feel unsafe. I feel unsafe with this chaotic mind running around." Man, man, my when I was when I was eight years old, my mum, yeah. uh, I. I I don't know if I was just being a pain in the ass in the car. Probably, mm. uh, we got home and she 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 for, she force fed me this like alternative medicine, like like a herbal herbal remedy yeah, yeah. to to calm me down. It was like a couple of drops on the tongue kind of thing. Yeah. And I I, <laughs> I called I called my dad and I moved out forever. Dude, I agree. <laughs> and then, like my dad rolls up and takes me, and like my mum's crying. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, anytime I like, I, I, I still, I've got a good relationship with both of them. But now, and what I, age was any, this? What was I, age was I this? I was eight. I was eight, and I. Oh, because I'm saying because my ex is definitely uh, prescription shopping. Like she's going around <laughs> trying to find issues, and then she goes, "Don't worry, don't worry. He's on medication now." And I'm like, "What? What medicine?" What's, What's the odds? for? He's what have they totally, put him on? She goes, we've got new meds for him. I'm like, what do you mean we got new meds? You've got to tell me. Also, hold on. New, new meds means that they were old meds. Yeah, like, dude. And then I'm like, but what's wrong with him? I said, can you fucking send me what is wrong? Because these seem very vague that he, he feels a bit weird in the stomach. And I'm like, it's probably because your new boyfriend's molesting him. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on there. <laughs> Have you thought of that? Is he, he might cute? be getting fucking fiddled in the top floor and that's why he's feeling weird at your house. I said, what? Clean up your shit, fuckhead. But anyway, you can never rationalise with people. No. Because the problem is, like, she's got an ego, I've got an ego. We're both dumb as fuck. And we have, uh, we have chess tournaments that should just be dominoes, you know, like morons, where we're going back and forth. No one knows what's going on. I'm as dumb as a plank and she's probably worse. And then we're having big debates about stuff. Did, you, did, you, did she tell you what was wrong with them? Like what's the, what's the medication for? No idea, man. But I said, keep fishing. I said, this sounds a lot like the time where he almost dry drowned because you had read a Woman's Day article in two centimetres <laughs> of water. What is dry drowning? What does that she mean? She said, well, I remember being at Hillary's Boat Harbour. They were swimming in uh, ankle deep water and she was crying. I can't watch. 
Dry drowning, two centimetres of water. She goes, they absorb the water and then they die a day later. I read it in the Women's Weekly. And I'm like, oh, Jesus water Christ. water and die a day later. I'm, I'm out there. She's hysterically crying. We're at, a, at a, a, a boat harbour. People are looking at her over us. The kid's sitting on his ass in water and she's going, he's going to dry drown. He's going to dry drown. And I was like, I should have realised at that point that we were really going to have to end it. Hey, I, I mean, <laughs> I need to get her into an uh, asylum, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do, man. Do you, do you want to like? Do you worry that uh, 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 like he'll have some condition? Uh, maybe he does have some condition because I, yeah. I I always wonder like you know, you know how they they do medical journal posts and it'll mm. be like the patient this and yep. the patient that and they will have you know pictures of whatever body parts been affected. Uh, you you ever worry that like like what if he had one that's so personal? And it's obvious that it's him. You know what I mean? Like the details, they're trying to be vague, but like all of the all of the important details are too integ- too integral, but they also are too revealing. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like so? What they they've diagnosed? What, what's so what they've do you mean? so they've like they've done like a journal, uh, uh, like ri- like written a journal about the case, like for you yeah. know for medical research. But the, yeah. the the details they've put in there are too revealing. So it's like, oh, you know, the, the patient being only uh, five foot eight, uh, he contracted this. Oh, yeah, this and, and I the... work out it's my son. <laughs> yeah. And they say he kept yelling, Daddy says it's a simulation to, to pay no heed to the non-playable characters. Uh, like, you know, another symptom was living at uh, this address and going to this oh, school. Oh, and... dude, yeah, yeah, man. But you know what? <laughs> I, I do find it, it's, it really is a shit show, especially when it's mental health because I'm like... Who are any of these people to dispense advice? Like when I was getting counselling for whatever was wrong with me, like we we spoke about it. The guy Wait, did you say did you say was or is? No longer, man, because the guy <laughs> arrives in the guy arrives in leather gloves. He's still got his bike helmet on. He's sitting in my house telling me how he's going to sort my life out. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, like, man, hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's so many red flags. There's so many yeah. red flags. He's okay. Firstly, is a house call for a mental yeah, yeah, health yeah. doctor. Secondly, yeah. he's rocked up on a motorcycle with leather yes, gloves. Yes. On. Dude, he arrived on a motorcycle. Who does he's house calls? He's still wearing gloves. He's wearing the leather gloves and then he's telling me, like, hush, boy, I'll sort your life out. And I'm like, your life sucks. What the fuck do you know about consciousness, dickhead? Like, I'm like, you have never even, you've never even contemplated your own navel, you fuck. Get the fuck out of my house and go get a job at Coles. What are you fucking... I just don't understand the arrogance to sit down with someone else and then try explain consciousness to them because that's what mental health treatment is right it's someone arrogantly pretending that they understand existence and they're like no 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 calm it down but this is your Life's like this is your the- perception of it though right because a lot of people the their mental health treatment they need is like uh like basically a, a proving to them over and over again that they don't need to flick the light off and on three times you know yeah but maybe they do dude Maybe the light. <laughs> you think that you think what, what, yeah, maybe there's a guy out there with OCD and he is the reason that Dude, the, I'm the just planet saying, doesn't like, why, catch fire. Why are they, no, why, why no, are they no, tra- no. I love that idea that there's some dude out there who's paranoid and he's like, if I don't turn the stove on and off a certain number of times. Dude, this guy's amazing. Imagine like, he's like, the only thing preventing an asteroid from hitting that's us. That's what I'm saying. So, so suddenly we're in lost scenario <laughs> and someone has to enter a code repeatedly to keep it from blowing up. Guess who 
God has created for that job. <laughs> Little Nigel comes along and we tell him type in 7477 or the reactor detonates and we go, he did have a function. He didn't need medication. He was a fucking gift from above to keep the species alive. Man, He's maybe, in a cave now. Maybe your mate with the uh, doing house calls with the leather gloves on, maybe he did a, a job so well that uh, he cured some guy of his OCD and that is why we're in a recession. Dude, I'm just saying, like, why normalise behaviour? Like, the whole point of humans is they need fuck-ups. Random, they need random in genetics so that it might actually be... There are a lot of fuck-ups. Mutants, you can't fix them. They were just a, a stab in the dark. It's a punt. God took a punt and thought, let's create, like, a two-dicked monster and see how he fits into this. <laughs> and then suddenly you go, oh, you need the second dick to survive after the apocalypse. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? You're throwing shit at the wall. He's throwing shit at the wall. And then they're like, they're all trying to normalise to this middle thing. Because I was thinking about it and they kept saying like AI. Do you know they go AI mm. can never simulate a human? And I'm like, how's a human not scripted? How is my ex, my ex-wife's mother-in-law not just a series of script? She's just... <laughs> She just speaks in cliches and tongues. <laughs> oh, look, it's it's going to be interesting on the holiday. Oh, the weather's bad, but it's good for the farmers. I'm like, you are, you're a fucking algorithm. What are you fucking talking about, you non-playable character? I'm like, what part of you is original? I'm like, you, your DNA is a script, fuckhead. The way you react, because I was thinking about it, like the way she reacts, you can, you can predict. Do you know what I mean? Her fear in a crowd, you can predict it. But I'm saying like, the true thing should be random. There should be some people that run towards a line and try to get consumed. Do you know, they have to be weird. Do you know what I mean? They have to be, and then I'm like, they go, oh, you, AI could never simulate. I'm like, AI will definitely be more random than a human. The humans I meet are so fucking depressingly boring with the same script. I'm like, why, why do you even exist? You're just a fucking weird memory from the past. Do you, do you not talk to people and you go like, why, why are you here? Like, what's your point? Oh. What, why, what do you say that's original? You're, you're just a series of quotes? Man, I heard someone the other day say to someone else that they were having like a deep conversation with. They were like, man, yeah, I mean, that's just it, right? They, don't make, they make movies differently nowadays. And the other guy was like, yeah, they do. <laughs> it's like Dude, man, that's like saying. that's your whole fucking that's where, that's where this conversation has led you down. They make movies different, and then you're like, you realise they didn't even come up with that. They read that on page six of a newspaper article. They make movies different these days. <laughs> like the number of times I'm talking, and I realise I'm quoting like I'm talking Nick Kyrgios, and I'm like, oh, I just saw a clip on YouTube and now I'm talking about Kyrgios. But man, I'm getting angry. Are you watching Kyrgios? I'm so glad that he's up. Because people are so angry because he just won't conform. Curious is the, the tennis best. one who uh, gets gets mad. He's a spoiled little uh, bitch. Boy, yeah, he's right? angry, but I'm like, I love it because at least he doesn't listen to people. He's just an asshole. He's not nice, but I'm like, he's. And then I la- hate the way they degrade him. They're like, he's a fucking lout. He's a, a lout, a layabout. I'm like, have you seen his serves? He's done more work than you have ever done on any project and ever in your whole life, Cheryl. You fucking dead shit. Do you know how, how to get serve at that accuracy rate? He's done 10,000 hours times five. Oh, he's such a layabout. He won't do the right thing. I'm like, why don't you fucking focus like that at your dead end job and you probably wouldn't be watching the tennis. You'd have your own life. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's insane to me that they cast dispersions. He's obviously done a lot of work to get that good. 
Yeah. They just assume, oh, he's talented and he's squandering it and he's saying horrible shit. The cunt didn't have a childhood. He's not a bad boy. <laughs> he, he would have played tennis. When you were sitting inside jacking off, he was working on his serve. Mm. The guy has way more um, work ethic than any of these cunts would ever know. Don't you think? Yeah, to but get that yeah, good. Yeah, but it's tennis, you know what I mean? It's like, like oh, it's... Uh, it's like, oh, he, he, didn't, he didn't wipe his feet on the ceremonial welcome mat yeah. and bow to the ball boys before he, before he took his first step. I have no, it's so fucking banal. Dude, and the thing is, the thing is, it's like all he needs to is lean it in. I saw Gox, it's like, he's just got to say he's bringing rock and roll to tennis. He's happy Gilmore. I thought, he he, go all I in. thought that was his thing. Like, is, is no, but he doesn't acknowledge that? it. The problem is they always interview him and he goes, yeah, sorry about the rules. But he should say, fuck the rules. I'm rock and roll. I'll do whatever I want. I've got my. Di- I'm going to get my dick out in the next five minutes if you don't clear out this room. <laughs> Fuck you all. And then like, you can't even, say that. Even as even as like the rock and roll tennis like uh, fucking powerhouse that he is, like you know, storming in and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and not abiding. Like it's still tennis, so he, he's still he's still abiding by every dude, possible rule that he can. Dude, like, would... like he's still he's still the most uh, like vanilla fuckhead. You know what I mean? Like if dude, he went 100%, if you went out you know on, a, would... on a stag do with him, he'd be the one going. All right, that's a bit much, boys. Come on, come on, boys. In. That's that's outside of my <laughs> but, food pyramid. But for tennis, he's like they're like, wow, oh my god, this guy doesn't listen. If I was curious and they say you're a bad boy in the final, they go, you can't wear that. I would wear a white shirt with no pants and a G-string under it so that when I served my anus, you, you know what I mean? Like, I'd come out in a woman's skirt <laughs> and have no underwear on and every time I served, you could see my pa- Or have a G-string so that when I bent to get the balls, you'd see this pimply, hairy ass and they go, what? What, are you not gender gender compliant? I want to wear a skirt. It's better on you. I'm wearing a skirt, a G-string and a white boob tube. And I'm going to fucking, I'll show you fucking rock and roll, dickheads. Every time I pick up a ball, you will see my ball sack stretched <laughs> up and a, a pimply ass. But you know what I mean? He could do it. And they go, oh, you can't wear that. I'm going, what, are you gender conformist? I can wear whatever, I can wear the female outfit. That's what I would do in the final dresses as fucking Stevie Everett. Oh, what are their names? Uh, M- Martina Nefratilova. I'd go... <laughs> Martina, I'll dress like Martina Nefratilova, an angry Who's lesbian. Martina An angry lesbian, and I'd wander around the court and go, is this good enough? It's still white though, isn't it, fuckheads? And if you, if you say anything about it, you're fucking transphobic. So keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Dude, I was thinking like, I've realised with all that stuff, you just lean into it. Do it all. Yeah. With this, you know, with the that's gender all, that's, thing. Yeah, that's all you can do is lean in. I'm it's, saying in sport, I'm like, let them all complete. Fuck it. I don't care about it. I don't even care about sport. Just put everyone in there. Do you know what I mean? Put everyone in there in what way? Well, I'm saying like, you've got, as in they're saying, oh, you don't want people to play in the female sport. I'm like, oh, I you, you mean term, you mean like trans women to like swim? Yeah, I'm saying it's great. Another way for guys to dominate. <laughs> That's so offensive. But I'm saying like, we sh- we, they, we've got two options. Either a lot of subcategories where I get to compete as like an overweight, angry man. We should have a contest just for tennis for me. Or we just combine it all back in. I don't know what to do, but I'm saying I don't understand why people get angry about any of it. I'm like, to me, it's all hilarious. Whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let everyone have their shit. Let a kid lop his dick off at three while he still believes in Santa Claus. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. It's not my dick. No. Let anything happen. Do you know what I mean? I don't understand why everyone's resistant to it. I'm like, let's create fucking the Rocky Horror Show. Let's go chaos. Let's go wild. Yeah, Do you know I, what I, I mean? Ideally, I guess you'd have like an open category or like a, 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 like a trans category. No, no more categories. Everyone competes. Let's get rid of gender. We should, There's yeah. no victims. It's disgusting to say that, because what we're saying is that it's disgusting to genderize. Everyone should compete. In the UFC, I want to see everyone together. Do you not think? The, 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 like the, issue, the issue is that it, it comes down to, uh, like it's, it's like sport is one of the, one of the areas where you've, you're taking uh, like a, a progressive societal movement and then yeah. you're 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 pushing it against like a biological uh, imperative, oh, 100%. and it's 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 not that's but that's not what it's about. You know what I mean? Like the societal thing is not about the biological thing. The societal thing yeah, is yeah. about acceptance and love and like do you know if you yeah, feel that way, all, be that way, whatever. People. But then it, but then it meets the cold hard brick wall that is like you. You can you can beat the shit out of a woman in a well, fight. That, that, that's it. <laughs> you, you get this scenario where someone in the USC is killed as a man yeah. just wails down on a female's face. And there's no there's there's no societal like. And uh, then you're, you're just short circuited, and you see a six six foot seven man just repeatedly kick a female in the head over and over, <laughs> and you're like, well, this is progress. We can't <laughs> stop this because we are all free and we must all love. And I'm like, just fucking, and he's killing. Everyone's <coughs> leaving in, in wheelchairs. And we're like, well, we have to do this. They, it's progress. They are killing. Thank you, Wolfie. They are killing. <laughs> Dude, it's all... Dude, it's all from a place of privilege. No one yeah. that works hard has time to think about any of this. You're just like, I hope my kid's not molested and I want food tonight. That's all I think about. I'm like, I hope my boys aren't getting molested. And you have a very, like, you've got an active molesterer in the house. You know what I mean? I <laughs> you, just feel... <laughs> dude, your dude, ex has got one. Do... Your ex has one. You know that there's one lurking. <laughs> I tried to do that joke on stage. I said, stranger danger. What if their dad's the stranger? <laughs> and then I, I realised... You, why, why wouldn't you say, say stepdad? Say, like, remove your... Don't make yourself the predator. Why would That's you make... That's what I say on stage. No, because then... Initially, I thought like absconding, like they don't see me much. But then I realised I was basically confessing to molesting my children. <laughs> the crowd's not liking it. The crowd's not liking this shit. No, I'm I don't like stranger that. danger. What if Daddy's the stranger? And I hear people go, "Oh, <laughs> dude, you don't know. You do not know what happened on Thursday." It's got to be classic Perth, and I know you hate comedy stories. I is, is uh, uh, you and you and Jimmy Boy. No, no, we're not too Jim. Don't worry about him. Right. It was an open mic where all the good stories come. Oh, yeah, good. Emo, who's Sudanese, was the host. Yeah. And he gonged off a guy and the guy yelled, he's a... Oh, big N-word. He's a big N-word, N-word with the unedited version, yelled and pointed and said, he's a... and screamed it like Kramer. And then he came past me and goes, see... You can say anything on stage. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, you. And then he came downstairs and he was trying to gloat. 
And he's like, how good was that? I was like, it was fucking disgusting, dude. <laughs> I go, it was a cow's punch, like someone yelling something at the back of the ute. And he goes, what do you mean? And I'm going, it's probably the worst thing I've ever seen done. I said, I didn't realise how disgusting and powerful that word was. I wouldn't really have cared. And then he goes, it was a joke. And I'm like, it was no joke. It was a racial slur, you cunt. <laughs> and, then he, and then he goes, then he was getting angry with me. And I'm like, dude, it's fucked up. You're a fuckhead. That sucked. And then he threw down his cigarette because he couldn't believe that I didn't endorse it. And he goes, you've ruined my night, Wolfie. He thought I would like celebrate him yelling a racial slur when he's been gonged off because he's shit. And I, he thought I would go like, mate, that's all my brand. We're all, that's what I do. Finally, someone screamed at him in front of a huge he crowd. Thought, and he came up to me thinking like, I would be over the moon going, finally, someone gets it. Comedy is about <laughs> taking risks up there. I'm like, this is the most heinous act I've ever seen, cunt. Don't ever talk to me again. We almost got to blows, man. And the thing was, I realised I didn't ultimately care. I'm just a sociopath and was using it to get uh, virtue signaling points. Going, I stood up to him. You know what I did the best thing during the gong show? This is when I realised how much of a psycho I am. They do voting at the end for 350 bucks. And one of the guys was in a motorised wheelchair and as we walked on stage, I pretended to be pushing it to know to help him. But it was the engine doing it. I just held the two things to get brownie points with the crowd. Dude, Alexa Alexandra Hudson, she won Raw, right? Yeah. Uh, with Bron uh, this year. And we had, her, we had her at the GC Laughs Gala. And it, her, one of the things is that she likes to get someone to help her on stage. Uh, she has cerebral yeah. palsy. Uh, yeah. And just to play it up, like literally to play it up, show someone help her on stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and at the gala, she had Dalton help her on stage, right? Yeah. So Dalton's got her like like walking out with her in front of like you know a thousand people. Uh, yeah. And then at the end of but then at the end of the show, she like oh at the end of her bit like, her set, she leaves the stage right and like hobbles off, but just by herself. So Dalton oh, looks like yeah. a fuckhead. So Dalton looks like a fuckhead he who's not like come patr- out to help her. He looks like he's patronising her. Like, do you know when you like you get like a lady in her forties and you try help her across the street and she's like, "What are you doing?" And you go, "Hush, girl, I'll get you across." And she goes like, "She's forty with a new boob job," and you're like, "I'll get you across." Stay calm. Yeah, let me hold those bags, you invalid. And she's like, I'm your age. And I'm like, no, you're not. Don't be too proud to get help, you old bat. You old damaged bat. Because Dude, that's crazy. Because, because it's a bit. That's what I had. Because it's a the bit. Motoring. There's now a thousand people at the end of her set going like, where's the guy helping her back? What an arsehole. Dude. Wow, he's not I'm, even coming out. <laughs> no one's that's, helping Now that. they're making her just hobble off the stage Do you know what would be the best? If, is if she had crawled off with her face pushing across the floor <laughs> and it just didn't help her and she was like she actually crawled slowly off dude if I was if I had cerebral palsy I would ham it up I would crawl with mate, drool a bunch of them are I reckon eh oh mate I would crawl on my stomach and then lie on the ground with a headset yelling and just lie there in a heap and go hi who's drinking tonight I bet you think I have been, but I have mental health conditions. <laughs> I have cerebral palsy. <laughs> it means my brain's frozen. What is cerebral palsy? Is it like, is it like a spinal injury for the brain? 
well, <laughs> what do you mean? Like a spine? Why did you specify spinal and then say for the brain? Is it like a no, foot just, injury, but for the no, brain? It just sounds so, it's <laughs> so cruel fine. because the truth is your brain works totally fine. Your body stops working. <laughs> I was just being malicious and saying like their brain is frozen. Well, it's think, just being an arsehole. I think They're actually fully it's, functional. It's, you know it's why? Spinal, right? Like it's it's, it's yeah. it is it is because it is neurological. And their their brain is totally fine. And I, that's, that's why not they always can true. consent. That's not always true, mate. They can consent. I've met. Can they consent? Everyone, it is cerebral palsy and everyone's, but it's cerebral. I don't understand. I don't understand yeah, yeah, why yeah. it's what, the pronunciation difference with that. Why don't they just go back to basics and is have it, street Is it too hard to say cerebral? Just say crook back. Crook back. <laughs> She's got a crook back. <laughs> you just do street slang. Hey. Man, He's bring, got a sponge back, face. bring back spaz. Let's have spaz back. What's wrong with them? I don't know, a bit spazzy. Man, D- that was DSM2. DSM2 was like spaz, retard, stupid, Dude, lame. <laughs> any publicity is good publicity. Now no one's talking about them. There's no money raised <laughs> because no one knows how to refer to them so you can never actually have a campaign. <laughs> special needs, special victim. I don't know what the fuck. What are you meant to call them now? A special victim? Spe- <laughs> <laughs> no, I think special, special, like that came and went real quick. You know what I mean? Like- Dude, you get special... If you put special in inverted commas, it's a massive slur. He's special. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Special, yeah. special. But you know what the thing is? I think we're back to disabled. I think I think we landed back. But on everything's that. bad because of our disgusted way, the fact that like a lot of people can't eat around disabled people. Even the word whoa, is whoa, always whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, oh, what do you mean? Well, dude, I tried to do that on stage. I said, I can't eat around the disabled. <laughs> no one agreed. I said, look, I support them, but I can't so, have a guy So you were looking, were you trying on me to see if maybe I'd be like, yeah, I it said, does make I me feel funny. I can't fucking Hungry Jacks near someone with a feed tube. Hey, it just makes me feel sick. And then uh, <laughs> people were so angry with me. I'm like, he's slurping. He's slurping weird liquids up up this pipe. It's putting me off my food. I'm like, let's be honest. Who's getting I, who's getting around outside of a hospital with a feed tube? Dude, I've seen someone and I've I've actually had to take the tray and bin it and go, oh fucking lunch is over. Storm out of the restaurant. They wheel in and I go, I guess I'm finished. And I just throw it all in the bin. I go, I guess I'm hungry. You wrecked my meal, mate. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. But I, I tried to do that on stage and uh, fuck, it was, people were very angry. Yeah. Uh, they don't understand uh, jokes, <laughs> like, as the fact that I'm just being stupid. Of course I'd eat off a retard's fucking back. I don't care. <laughs> so what, what, was the, what was the fallout with that guy uh, screaming the N-word? At oh, email? dude, he stormed off and then um, I got to gloating and I realised why people do it online. I was like, no, mate. It's just unacceptable what he's done. I said, I felt distressed. I feel a bit traumatised. And then I was like, oh, this is why you do it online, where you act unduly affected and then you get all this sympathy and they go, you're a good guy, Wolf. People were messaging me, thanks for standing up for him. I was checking my post for likes. I'm like, I'm getting traction in the comedy scene. I'm like, I'm going to sell tickets in Melbourne because of this. And I'm like jacking off as people are messaging me going, you... 
were amazing today. The way you stood up, and I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> I, I rise, I rise off the back of this line. Man, you know what's beautiful about racism is even on the back end of it, you can still benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that wonderful? I, like, bef- like 50 years ago, you would have benefited from uh, racist hiring policies, and now you're benefiting from uh, racist virtue signaling, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. If you can, if you can team up with the uh, with enough racists and sort of travel around with them, uh, you can leech off of, uh, uh, I guess, the the white knight sentiment, uh, uh, and probably establish a pretty successful career around it. You know what I mean? Like, make sure you're on the lineup with people who are going to say the N-word, and then every time they do, yeah. you jump in and go, whoa, mate, that's not whoa, stop on. stop that, mate. We've got to have a talk. Stop that, mate. They've had a tough road, these people. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're, those you're still people. Aggressive. Those people. <laughs> those, those people don't deserve it. They've suffered enough. <laughs> stop. Dude, you know what would be good? You know what would be great is that guy yells the N-word at emo, and then you're out and you're like, come on, man. These people don't deserve that. And then someone yells out like, who are these people? And then you're, you're on the back foot, someone else. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's like, trouble. yeah, Wolfie. And they have to switch to the, the audience member. They're like, oh, no, this guy's the real hero. We're going to support yeah, him. <laughs> and you know what the thing was? I definitely hijacked it all because Emo probably would have dealt it. But then I was the one avenging his honor to get credits in the comedy scene because I've been a bit drunk recently and I thought, oh, here we go. An opportunity to rise. <laughs> I'm in there like milking the goodwill, looking over at people, telling people in the crowd, did you hear what he said? It was disgusting, don't worry. I gave him a good dressing down. <laughs> Text about it if you could. I really need to get some momentum again in my career. <laughs> oh, dude. Shopping, recipes, cooking, Fuck that. Hotbox makes meal prep a cinch. Get an incredibly hot cardboard box full of the freshest ingredients and recipes for the week ahead direct to your door. They say there's no such thing as a free lunch, but this week, use the promo code SUREThing and your first hotbox is on us. Depending on availability, you'll either get 21 large servings of Cordon Bleu or 35 litres of piping hot watermelon in a box direct to your door. Hotbox.com.au Yum! Dude, have you seen in Perth they had that dead elephant? Trisha? Have they mentioned that to you? There's a, an elephant that's lived in the zoo for 65 years. Mate, that might be local news. Mate, it's huge. We're having a state funeral. It's massive. For, for, They're shutting for the it old down. elephant? Dude, she was tied to a chain and forced to do child's art every day. She had a stick in her hand. The paintings <laughs> never got better. She was forced <laughs> to produce art. And they go, she had one of the greatest lives, chained to a post, drawing <laughs> pictures, which is obviously in the elephant's nature. They want to make <laughs> stupid little art for your kids that you can take home and go, an elephant drew this. He never got better. 10,000 hours don't apply to elephants. The drawings were worse and worse as you got more degraded. Yeah, yeah if, you, then, if you look at them as a collection, see, Trisha seems to be getting more and more tired, if anything. And I'm like, oh, what a life. The skin was scalded with the Australian sunburn. They're not made for it. It's white and burnt with uh, what should have been like 
skin cancer. It looked like skin cancer. It stood in a paddock and drew and titillated these <laughs> fucking heathens. Man, the idea of an elephant in a paddock is inherently funny for some reason. Like dude, just, in a paddock? Like just feeling the grass between its toes like it was never oh, meant dude, to Oh, dude, I do. love it. And, and no one seemed to care that for 65 years it had to produce 30 to 40 pieces of art a day <laughs> for screaming little fuck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's goes, like a that's like Stephen King level output. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Oh, what a great life it had! What a great life it had! And I'm sure there would have been some kids that complained that their brother got a better picture and had to do it again. <laughs> do it again. We like the red one. That, oh, that's shit. That's shit, Trisha. Draw more, you bitch. You bitch. You'll never know the jungle. You'll never know life. You draw art for us like a new fucking computer program. And you sit there and we go, she was loved more than most of the, than Basil Zemplis. Trisha, the elephant, who was basically a fucking slave on display in the town square for our amusement. A chained slave that had to produce Endless art. Do you think she wants to draw? She doesn't know what's going on. Do you think she understands what's going on? Elephants are pretty smart. So I don't, I don't know if she would have understood that like people are taking the, paint, the paintings home and putting them on their fridge, but she would have definitely understood that she was uh, in some kind of servitude, which sucks do you, for she, I, 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 do, she would have understood that she had been domesticated, right? She must know that at least, that she was domestic, yeah. domesticated, like I, that yeah. she had been... I think elephants definitely know that they, uh, like, they're, you know, they're trapped. Like, when they're in a zoo, they know it's it's not their environment. But then I wonder um, I wonder if she was like, oh, this is actually a lot more chill. Or if she was like, this is hell. I wish I could be. Uh, and, and, you know, I, think, I think she knew that that little cunt in the green suit was the only access to food. And when he yelled at her to pick up that stick and draw, she knew that she must do what her captor said or she might die. She's in a a rapist dungeon and just let him fuck me and pray that I can see my kids again at some point and see the jungle again. He can do whatever he wants. He can shove everything into me, whatever he needs to do. Let's just stay alive and one day I will see the African savannah again, I pray. Was she born in captivity or rehabilitated or what? This is what I find weird with animals. Everyone's born in captivity. There's no fucking nature left. Okay. Where is there? There's a few strips of jungle left where there's freeways on either side. They're fucking plush toys. There's no, there's no environment. All right, man. Well, they but, can't. Cr- yeah, but you before you go making a fucking uh, like a signpost to to uh, <laughs> to walk around with while you chant. You know what I yeah. mean? Was she but like was she born at the zoo? Or was she like a rescue or rehab or? Was she sold? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I assume she probably started life in one of Alan Bond's pools <laughs> in a spa. He <laughs> 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 was just a play toy that he would poke with a stick when he's on cocaine <laughs> for a laugh. <laughs> and then she was eventually liberated and forced to do child art for the rest of her life. She basically is like what they do in China where you just have to stitch shoes for your whole life. It's so bad. <laughs> And all these people crying. She had such a great life. She had a horrible life around you fucking assholes. It was like free willy with you banging on the cage. She had the most heinous existence. I'm sure if she knew how to operate a shotgun, she would have ended it all earlier in the piece. You would think. If she could paint, she could probably operate a shotgun, you'd hope. Dude, if she's smart enough, they should... In all cages, have an area where you can die. So there's like a, so a, a pit. Booth. 
Yeah, there's a pit with spikes in it, and the elephant knows enough it lands it or die. You should have an exit option for all zoos, where each animal has an area in the cage where they can kill themselves at any point, and they can just walk into a meat grinder, and you just give them that out and see how many fucking animals are left after a week. You install these suicide booths, and every animal is just basically walking into the grinder. Although I pushing, did, I mean, Trisha would push her kids first through the meat shredder, and they go. It was a conscious decision. She pushed all three kids through first before consuming <laughs> herself on the blade. <laughs> and, and when I say the the zoo's just awash with blood, and they go, okay, I think we're getting true feedback now from the animals. They're not liking this situation. <laughs> There's suicides in every booth. Every fucker is jumping in pits of spikes. The, the hyenas have fucking walked actively into a fire in their cage and roasted themselves. And I like that each cage has out. a different... Each cage should have a themed uh, a themed suicide area, you know? Oh, dude, it'd, it'd just be nice to give each animal an option to end it and just see if they did. I did see a, uh, a, a quick video of a, of a penguin at a zoo uh, jump out of the water and over the glass and like landed uh like just with the public in the in the yeah. general area and as soon as it landed it looked very distressed uh and was like oh oh i didn't oh, i actually want to be back where i was until yeah, some, yeah, and yeah. someone picked it up and threw it back in and it was quite happy again well dude it's sort of like being in um changi prison like you can escape but then you're surrounded by the enemy anyway so there's no exit <laughs> because you escape the fence but then you're raped in the jungle by some of the soldiers an hour later like there's no way out to be fair i was just looking at a like google sent me this thing and it was like my movements uh in june right mm. of where <laughs> and like i i i don't think from from looking at the area that i didn't leave which at its biggest, uh, there was one time that I drove down to like past Palm Beach was like 70 Ks. Was that to get, that was to get medication, hey? To, you, to get medication. Is that you leave your house? The, uh, to get I, more I, stuff I, to put in your pestel? I walked, I walked a total of two kilometers for the month. Dude, I love these numbers. This is what I've got as well. Yeah. Three Ks in a month. We're doing less and less. You could put me in enclosure. Uh, just from looking at this, I, I reckon a, a pretty small enclosure. I'd be, I'd be quite content. Dude, I would love it because it's what we were always talking about, right? You have a company, and then it's also a zoo. Like people can look through the glass and watch these pieces of shit peck at a keyboard. Yeah. And I'm selling Coca Colas, and they see me doing tours, and I'm laughing my ass off. Look at that one. That one's only on seventy grand a year. They will never pay off their house. Look at that piece of shit. Look at that dumb piece of shit. And then I yell, how's payroll looking, you fucking mutt? And then she gets on the glass. And she goes, sorry, sir, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, anyway, let's head to the canteen and get some fucking cheese sandwiches. We'll have a relax. We're going to come back. I'll show you. I'll show you the sales team shortly. You look through the glass and we bang and go like, you fuck. I said it. I told you I told Jez Watts. That if I made money, is it coming? Yeah. That, that I, I basically going to, I, I worked out the number he agreed to just take him out of circulation. I said, I'll pay you like 200 grand a year, but you're not allowed to leave your house or interact with anyone forever. I want you out. I want you out of the general population. Man, totally. Like, 
If you're not leaving the house, you, why, why do you need the money? Like, just I'm saying you can be on the internet, but I said I'll keep you alive. But I just want you. I want to like when I'm in Barbados dancing to know that I just uh, I made someone invisible and <laughs> made them disappear. <laughs> do you think that's a powerful thing? That's great. I, I wouldn't need the 200 grand, man. Like, give me a half acreage, right? Put a house on it and like you know a spot of grass, and then uh, that I, I don't need 200 thousand. Like, just take care. Of, just keep it running. You don't need the money anymore. That is the big conundrum, money or power. But I'm like, I, my dream would be that, right? To have a a, a a massive soccer team. You buy Manchester United. They're excited. Andrew Wolf's you, bought it. You bench He's a the trillionaire. team. <laughs> He's a trillionaire. They're all on contracts. They have to do what I say. And then I just end all their careers. None of them are allowed to play again. Beckham. <laughs> you give them so much money. So much money, but, but the, that's the caveat. You're like, look, it's I will It's a 10-year contract, and they go, like, but this is insane. This is insane. And I'm going, no, Manchester United no longer competes. All those people are finished. I ended all the careers. They're now <laughs> contractually obliged. And I said, no, he's injured. He's not strong enough to play. I don't want him out there. I don't want any of these guys to play. And he's going to sit at home, and they go, like, this rich fuck killed... Tiger Woods was not allowed to play. He's killed all these legacies. They, they could have won the Grand Open 60 more times, but Andrew Wolf demanded that they sat in a house because he wanted to be all omnipotent and powerful. And they're like, you wouldn't... And you get musicians, never perform a game. Oh, you get them yeah. in a heyday, that you get them in a contract and bury them. Yeah. They're like, we're loving it. Kid Lotherio, whatever his fucking name is. Who? Kid Lotherio? What's his name? Kid... Uh, kid. Who's that? Who, who's that? The guy with the McDonald's sponsorship. Oh, man, kid, I don't know. Kid Litheroy. You've heard him. I, I don't know. I don't know him. Let me, let me see if I can find him. Kid, kid, kid Litheroy. I obviously always say the names wrong. It's part of my thing. Kid Leroy? Kid Leroy. I call oh, him Kid I, I have no idea who that is. Oh, an Australian rapper. Man, That Australian rappers are the worst breed of rappers. I it, yeah, fuck yeah. they fuck them man. They give me chills, dude. Every time they're like, uh, every time like, big shout out to Rockhampton and just like naming oh, yeah, places yeah. that you Kicking can drive Red to. Fawn, uh. Red Fawn, where I got back. Social <laughs> welfare. Mum was on eighty five grand. She was on in state housing. We had a vehicle and a great dental plan. Living well, free education. Really, no danger at all on the streets. I, I love how they talk about Redfern. Redfern, connect, it's dangerous. And I'm like, there's a net in Australia, which means everyone's quite affluent. Like, there's not <laughs> child soldiers going around. Yeah, yeah. There's guys in Nikes with fresh dental that, that, that have free education and get food dropped at the house every day. And they're going, we came from the streets, boy. <laughs> the hood. It was rough there, man. When the local Salvation Army brought round hampers of food that we indulged ourselves. Christmas Day, we had a turkey, boy, from the church. Do you know, like, they're so supported. They've all got fucking PlayStations. Fuck you. This is pissing me off. Uh, this Kid Leroy guy... What you're talking about, he has a collab with McDonald's to do a limited edition meal called the Kid yeah, Leroy yeah, yeah. meal. Man, if they saw if, if they saw the tax return I had to go through with my accountant, where I had to go through and and detail like I, I, I add up all the McDonald's transactions that I had made in the past year, I get where's my fucking collab? I should get oh, the collab. Dude. I'm out there, man. I'm in these streets. I'm in these drive-thrus. I'm fucking pay-waving. I'm tapping as I go. 
Dude, it would be so good if they had like a working class male and it's like based just on you. <laughs> just a, a normal, the Josh, the, the everyman, the everyman meal. And it's a photo of you reversing out in your sponsored car. Can you imagine the night, the, the, sorry, the ads? Be like, do you work nights and you're unable to feed yourselves because of a yeah. poor planning earlier in the day? Get the yeah. Josh Armstrong meal at your local McDonald's. A quarter pounder with no pickles, a frozen Coke, and a large fries. All for $9.99. <laughs> Struggling to make ends meet? Try this tasteless, cheap package <laughs> that can get you through another day of the grind. Another day of the office. It's high in calories and low in taste. It's uh, a lot of meat patties just put in a bag. You just eat, it's just 18 meat patties and a handful of chips. <laughs> you fucking... Imagine if you just got a bag of meat patties <laughs> and they just shove that in with some chips. Man, they'll do it, dude. I used to get uh, just, just the chicken breast fillet from... Uh, from KFC when I was uh, when I was yeah. really when I was lifting, because uh, for like two bucks you get a, a you know a nice a nice little a protein head at the mall. Great, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would give you like they'd put it in a little box, <laughs> put it in a little box and you'd open it up, and it would just be like the fucking like the fillet that goes into the, into the <laughs> burger, just sitting there sad staring at you. And every time they'd be like, just the fillet. You're like, yeah, yeah, just the fillet. Like. All right. <laughs> Dude, that was my favourite thing. I did it to a comedian when they they got COVID and were in lockdowns and everyone was sending, it was Taylor, they were sending her like packages, like being nice because she's a booker. They'd send like wine and um, wine and cheese or you know what I mean? Like a yeah. pizza. Yeah. And then I sent an order and it was from McDonald's, but all it was was a box of those cherry tomatoes. So she had to go. She, you know what I mean? It looked nice. She got McDonald's. Oh, someone's got me lunch. This is amazing. And then it was all bagged up and inside was six cherry tomatoes. And I'm like, go fuck yourself, fuckhead. I don't care about you. You order your own food. Uh, it's weird because because during COVID, people are like, can I help you out? Can we do some shopping? I'm like, there's online shopping. Stay the fuck out. You're doing what I did with that end bomb thing. You're trying to act, I'll drive around. I'll go to Woolies and get you. And I'm like, there's Coles Direct. Stop wasting people's time. You don't need to go around. I don't need you hanging over the fence trying to get brownie points off me. Just stay the fuck off my property. I have a credit card and the internet. I don't need to interact with anyone ever again. We don't need your shit lasagna. Sucks. So what happened to the guy who yelled the N word? Oh, dude, he he um he st- he threw the cigarette down. We was almost fighting it, and then he stormed upstairs because I had told I'd said, "Dude, did you hear that?" Like, I'm like, "That's pretty fucking cooked, man." I'm like, "He's pretty much yelled exactly what Kramer did." Not ironically, <laughs> I've done it ironically, but he didn't do it with any panache. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> he didn't pull it off, man. That's he didn't the thing. No, he didn't land it. I haven't done it. I haven't, I haven't done, done it in years. <laughs> I haven't done it, man. I do my. You're looking, you're looking co- to the right, which means you're accessing your memories, which means that you're trying to remember whether or not uh, it, it could be, or you've seen no, any man, footage I'm... of it. That's what, you... <laughs> a, a true racist does it covertly. By just uh, taking away opportunities That's what I and mean. making life harder. That's what I mean. You're looking to the right. You're like I. You like you said. I haven't done it. And then you look to the right, which means you're 
thinking back, you're like, could anyone have gotten footage of it? And then you were like, no, that was ages ago. I think yeah, I'm fine. fine. <laughs> well, I would never do it. I would never do it that vocally, man. I'm I'm clipping your breaks at night. I'm not going to yell at you, man. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm sabotaging you from the the, the far. Yes, I Dude, am fuck, racist. Fuck systematic racism. Like you're going out. You're salting lawns. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sending emails. I, I don't think you've got the right hire there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's like, or, or you know, like you're like, I've I'm cutting the I'm cutting the soles out of your shoes, man. So you put them on, you feel uncomfortable. Very targeted yeah, yeah, and just, annoying attacks. It's more annoying, but man, who knows? Like, it's hard saying there's no racism when there are races. I feel like until you disband races, you can't say there's no racism because mm. the fact we acknowledge that they're racist then tells me that the, that that by definition means that. People are distinguishing based on race. Yeah. You have to pretend that everyone's the same. You can't look at a small Jewish man and you just got to say we're the same. We're everyone. You know what I'm saying? That like you can't talk about it. Do you know we've done it on the pod before? As soon as you're saying, and you can't describe. A there's Jewish a crime. Man, yeah. There's a crime, and they say who did it, and you're like, I can't say. Mm. And they so they say who 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 came in with the knife, and you're like. A human? <laughs> and they go, like, give me descriptions. And I'm like, I will not go down that path, sir. I've learned my lesson. After so- my racial slurs, it was a human being. <laughs> We're all equal, sir. And they're going, did he have any distinguishing features? No. No, I will not. <laughs> and they go, can you give us a description? He's taken your son. He's a kidnapper. And I'm like, I will not lower myself <laughs> to racial profiling. No. No. What van? I go, I will not be classist. It was a great vehicle. What sort of vehicle? I say, I'd rather not say. Yeah, there was smoke coming out the back, but I will not judge that man on his vehicle. He could be wealthy, just maybe uh, frugal with his money. Mate, so, sometimes the fuel injectors just go. It's difficult to tell these I'm days. not going to say it was a Nissan. I'm not. Because there's, there's stigma around Nissan drivers. I'm not doing it. It was a vehicle and a human. They've got my kids in a dungeon. I won't say anymore. <laughs> so he, all right. So yeah. uh, so you've come, you've saved the day and you've told him. Come oh, I on. saved it, dude. Come on, I, mate. That's not on. And I then, felt like that Martha. What's her name? Martha Brady or Martha Stewart at the back of the bus. <laughs> like you always gonna, you, you always get the names wrong. Martha Brady that who, sat who, at the back of the bus. What do you, you know, Rosa Martha. Parks? Yeah, Rosa Parks. That's it. Because <laughs> well, I, like, I was like, Martha Stewart, she was the TV chef who went to prison. Dad, just being stupid, right? And then it was so stupid. You, you were know not what being I'm stupid. About. It wasn't even close enough for you to have just been like, Martha. oh, I'm being silly. Dude, I took the stand. I felt so empowered. And then, like, I'm different around uh, uh, the different races now. I sort of feel like an ally. I'm nodding to them and going, I've got you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I say boy. I say boy. That's so bad. Did anyone give you uh, one of those highly coveted N word passes for uh, for your service? <laughs> I said you ride with me to life for life, boy. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, j- I'm, j- I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know why I have to t- tarnish it all. I saved the day. <laughs> you didn't save the day. You just said to t- you told some guy that what he said they was. They didn't cooked. know how to deal with it, and They're then. Not, so- but what happened? What happened in the comic after after you fucking uh, he, you beat oh, him down? With your he got a life ban. He got a life ban. 
But you know what oh, was like funny? Oh, Ben. Nice. There was an earlier comic that said it under his breath and got gonged off. So it happened a few times. It's actually, <laughs> in, it's Perth comedy. I'm starting to think that like, maybe it's just emo because everyone was, seems to be saying it at him. And I was like, dude, you understand? I was talking to people, this is not normal. I said, I know that you think I joke about it a lot, but I'm like, this was very distressing. I feel sick in the stomach. And one of the comics was going, fuck off, cunt, you don't care. And I go, I do care because the show's not as good now. Crowd's a bit off and we're not going to get, like, good laughs because the crowd was quite upset about it. Yeah, I mean... It's th- they were very silent after. This is the... Man, this is the difference between Perth comedy and uh, some of that <clears throat> East Coast comedy, mate. Right? Oh, mate. Bloody difference between the uh, <coughs> Perth and the right. East Coast comedy scene. When, when Kevin Tate was here uh, at yeah. the Cecil, some drunk fuck... Uh, yelled the N-word near the end of his set, uh, Adam. Yeah. And man, like immediately, these two fucking staunch cunts uh, like bum rush this guy and took him outside. Oh, <laughs> really? And beat the fuck Dude, out of him? They beat the living shit out of this guy. But it was so funny because they were like true Aussie Aussie blokes. Like They may have yeah, come yeah, from the pokies room, you know what I mean? But, and, yeah. but it was like, a, we don't, mate, we don't tolerate any fucking racism here Dude, in that's Southport. that's unbelievable. That's Cunt, what you want. All right? You leave that black guy alone, he's fucking funny. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was dude, so, good. so much and then, better. Not only that, the cop showed up. The guy and still, beat the fuck out of him as well. <laughs> the guy's still fucked up and lying on the ground. And the police are like, what happened? And someone's like, oh, he yelled the N-word uh, at this at this show at one of the performers. And then two yeah. guys beat the shit out of him. And then instead of being like, oh, which two guys? The cops were like, turned to the one on the ground and were like, shouldn't have bloody done that, should you, mate? Oh, dude, I love that. <laughs> Did they actually say that? Dude, yeah. And they were like, on your bike? Like, they just left them. <laughs> Dude, I love that because it was like, um, in, a, in Perth, there was more confusion where people looking around, oh, are we, you know, is, is this bad? Are, are we allowed to do this again? It was more like, I'm like, what do you mean? It's fucking despicable. People are looking at me going, are we on again? Are we back? Do we ride again in, in sheets again? Like, there was confusion. About the fact that this, this, this was unacceptable. I'm talking to people and I'm like, I'm going, uh, you, this is a lot, right? And they're like, is it? I'm not sure. It seemed fun. It was a like bit of a the, laugh. He hey. said the N-word and at the back of the crowd, you hear, boys, boys, boys. Oh. Boys, boys, <laughs> Like boys. The, the chants the chance starting and it dies Dude, out. But the, the, lack, the lack of understanding that this was a bad thing probably speaks volumes about Perth. That people are looking around Going like, well, I guess it's it's quite funny. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> and I saw no complaints about it. I was telling Johnny, Johnny, you need to fucking shut this shit down. This is a lot. And he, um, th- there's no like messages from anyone in the crowd that saw a hate crime going. Oh, what happened that night? That shouldn't happen again. Really? You know, like, no, no feedback. One. I'm I am the moral. Guardian of Perth. I have the highest standards. Wow, that's Perth crazy. People. That's I crazy. I am the gatekeeper. I am the Martha Stewarts of the back of the bus. <laughs> yeah, you mate, you're definitely the Martha Stewart because she did go to prison for tax evasion. So that's. <laughs> Dude. Mate, what else have we got? Like, what else has been going on, man? I was thinking about what a bad business model it would be uh, to be a ghost because uh, I think. It, like it sounds, it sounds good in theory, and you've got all those like, uh, was it like Paranormal Activity, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all those, all those movies. But it's, 
even in those horror movies, right? The yeah. the main characters start to get killed off and they die, which I yeah. think as a ghost, that's sort of the worst business model you could possibly have. Dude, 100%. I love this bit. Because because they should die you, and then attack the ghost. Exactly. As soon as you if you're a ghost, the last thing you want to happen is for the guy who is unable to fuck with you back to be yeah, dead yeah, yeah. and he's a ghost and it's like fucking oh, oh cunt yeah, yeah. it's on now and you're like ah oh. sexually assaulting me at night guess who's a ghost now motherfucker <laughs> come here now come here now get some boy I'm going for you dude the thing is none of the ghost stories add up because I'm like why wouldn't you travel as a ghost why has no one ever seen a ghost on a plane cruising around mate you know why on holiday best bloody country in the world mate it's God's country you wouldn't leave you wouldn't bloody Dude, leave if you were a ghost here. You fucking ghost, stay here forever. Surely you would take a week off from haunting the house <laughs> and head up to Bali. <laughs> you go on the flight. Sure, why has no one ever seen a ghost on a plane, man? I've never heard it. Where someone's carrying a tray and go like, my my roll just started levitating. <laughs> you know, I felt because someone push their hand up my skirt. Oh no, I guess there would be people. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. There'd be people dying on planes enough that there should be ghosts. Someone's yeah. died on a plane, but no one. I like how the mind, no one ever goes like, ooh, I'm feeling, and the, the cabin, oh, what, are you, uh, are you scared, flyer? No, I, I, I've, I've heard their ghosts on the jet star. <laughs> this <laughs> flight's haunted. <laughs> I'm getting an eerie feeling that there might be a ghost in that back area near the cargo load. <laughs> Are you are you a scared flyer? No, I'm getting a creepy feeling. I think I saw an apparition walking down near the drinks cart. I'm freaking out. Imagine someone that, that's freaking out because they thought they saw a ghost. They're not worried about takeoff. They're scared that there might be a ghost man, in first class. Man, it would go, be- I need to go into first class because I think they're ghosts <laughs> in economy. <laughs> I saw a ghost in economy. <laughs> man, it would be pretty good to get a first class ticket, right? And you, uh, you, you board last, right? So no one sees you. But you do the full like Edwardian, like, uh, like. Like yeah. outfit, like uh, white white makeup, make yourself look as ghostly as possible. Nice long haul flight, and as soon as it gets dark and uh, and they, and they turn the lights off, uh, you start making your way back into economy, not saying anything. So <laughs> oh, a quick lab, <laughs> dude. But what do ghosts do? Because like humans are just trained to work, so I'm like, I don't understand why they why they're so. Like your instinct is to go and assist to do stuff. They never really help out. Do you know well, what I mean? They're it's lazy. always the the common thing is uh, unfinished business, right? It's always unfinished business. Like there's something that, uh, like you're haunting a place because you were haunted in your real uh, corporal life. Yeah, uh, yeah. By something that you didn't achieve or accomplish. Like obviously in the movie, uh, yeah, that guy was trying to fuck his wife or oh, whatever dude, imagine, or <laughs> dude it's am- amazing because because they can't really cross over it's if you don't act terrified it would be weird with the ghost do you know if it revealed itself and then you pulled down your pants and did like a michael jackson and showed it to your anus <laughs> 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 it's, it's, 
it's trying to scare you, and then you you haunch up on the bed and pull down your pants and open up your hand. Yeah, do you think? Like, do you think if you acted horny, if you acted horny at the ghost? Is that what Michael Jackson used to do to kids? Didn't kids have to peer into his bar? In that uh, was it? Leaving Leaving Neverland. There's the uh, well, allegedly what he used to do is open up the hole and yeah, they yeah, looked yeah. in. So so this this is. This was the bit where I was because I was watching it with Alana. And was we were, it his anus that they had to look no, in, no, or no. he looked in the kid's no, anus? We're watching. Uh, me and Alana watching it. Greatest fucking riff movie of all time, by the way. Oh, it's the best. But because where, where I started to is this is where this is where I was like, this isn't real. Like these people, this is a fabricated. It sounds like yeah. a fabricated story from these from these victims yeah. because they started becoming like uh like uh, like medical practitioners as soon as they were describing what took place uh yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. would, it was that uh michael jackson would have the kids show michael their buttholes while yeah. michael jerked off that was yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. Man, but man the way that it's got it was so they clinical described it, they said like he was prostate on the bed as he showed the the inner rectum yeah you know and also I mean? this kid's like thirty seven he's like ah oh, I remember it, w- it like it was yesterday first I got on the bed hands and knees I was wearing blue jeans a yellow oh, top yeah I saw Michael asked me I was prostate at my head was at a ninety degree angle Dude, as all I, of it I, all I of it everything it was right. like every fucking every little tiny detail uh, he, he knew he was then copulated. Do you know, it's all these weird words rather than just going like the crazy fuck thriller, that thriller cunt looked up my ass. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at my ass and he jacked off. It's like you're not talking to a courtroom, you're talking to a bunch of documentarians. They'd be like, what happened? He'd be like, yeah, oh man, it was gross. He had me show show my my ass to him and then he jerked off. And like, no one's going to be like, but how did he get you to show your ass? What? What Dude, bit? how close? <laughs> I want to know how close he got. Do you reckon he ever got? You know, we have like that, um, that pirates a telescope? It, telescope where he got the brown ring on his. Dude, I'm getting a call. I've got to pause for a sec because I've got to take a call because I've I'm, I've overbooked gigs today and I've got to get someone to fill in for me. Right, Can okay. I go for one minute? Yeah, go quick. Because I'm I'm in trouble here. <laughs> okay. I've got to drive to Rockingham between two shows. But bear with me. <laughs> All right. Did you know that more than 300 assaults happen in the aisles of Australian supermarkets every year? Every time you go for your weekly shop, you're risking becoming another victim of violence, molestation, or even murder. Sign up for Coles Home Delivery today. If you don't do it, you're part of the problem. Coles.com.au Dude, what were we talking about? The ghost? A ghost. Dude, because that's what you need. A ghost haunts you and you're like, hey, have your fun, cunt. See you in the afterlife. I'm going to fuck you up. Do you know, because they get their window where they're torturing me. And they're impervious. You can't, you can't yeah. touch them. Yeah, but I'm saying once I'm dead, I'm and saying I'll be dead soon, <laughs> and I'll find you. And I'm thinking, you say, oh, you moved a little cup around. You wait and see what I do to you when I find your ghost. <laughs> when I'm a ghost, I'm finding you, mate. And I'm going to do more than I'm going to do more than knock off the key, the car keys off the kitchen table. <laughs> Man, I was looking at the uh, uh, 
uh, Wikipedia's recent deaths, right? Up up top is uh, Shinzo Abe, the uh, Japanese PM who was assassinated by that lunatic. Yeah. And then uh, right, just just a just a couple lines below, Trisha the elephant, fucking right up there. Trisha's dead. Oh, man. dude. And, dude, you know what? My... This, dude, man, this killed me. This really made me laugh. Right. <laughs> Gee, where is it? Trisha was named after Trisha Reach, the, the Miss Australia from the previous year. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. What a horrible life for that poor elephant, hey? Hell but yeah, I, dude. Uh, dude, why don't, why don't elephants haunt? You want an elephant to come back and haunt the Perth Sea where it's running around, don't you think? <laughs> man, I don't think Trisha has any unfinished business. I reckon she did all the paintings she wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, man. It's always that idea, though, like once you, you consider how many people have died and then they all want their pets up there, like heaven seems very congested. Eh? It doesn't seem... I suppose we're all uh, ethereal beings and we all move around. I thought with the rainbow bridge thing for dogs, like they, they had their own spot to chill out until uh, you get up there and then... Yeah, dude. Well, it's tough for me because uh, it's so hard to appeal to every person because I hate dogs. So I'm like, I don't want them in my heaven. <laughs> so I'm going to shoot your dog in heaven. I'm going to like, I'll try kill your dog and get it out. I'll be like, where's the dog? And they go, oh, Wolfie's been... Um, Pushing dogs through the cloud, trying to get get them out of the place. He hates <laughs> the it. Cloud. Like if you push it down far enough, they'll fall back. Wait, where's my dog? And I'm like, I hate dogs. I, I can't eat around dogs or the disabled. <laughs> I pushed them all out of heaven. <laughs> I want them gone. <laughs> Dude, it was funny though, because I was explaining to my kids and I was like, do you think that makes sense? That someone wouldn't forgive? Like that someone had done something and then you put them in fire forever and they go, it doesn't sound like a very nice man, daddy. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. No shit. <laughs> well, man, I was talking about this with someone, right? The, uh, the like, Christian Satan thing. Yeah. That, so that's a, that's a very recent invention. Like that's not a, uh, that's, that's not like traditional. Uh, Dude, it doesn't make any sense because Christian the idea shit. of, Wanting vengeance is not spiritual. To go like, it's sort of like the the housewife that yells about R. Kelly now going, he's going to get raped in jail and he deserves it. I'm like, you're a psycho. Oh, I don't want dude, any pain have you, on anyone. Have you gone on Twitter and looked at the hashtag free R. Kelly? Because it's fucking wild. <laughs> Do they want him out? <laughs> oh, dude, there's a, whole, there's a whole subgroup of people who are like... You know when people are like, he'll get what's coming, and I'm like, you're a criminal yourself. So you want another human uh, attacked and uh, molested in, in jail? I'm like, you're a psycho. Dude, he's not gonna, I he's, want him he's to he's be safe. He's, he's getting murdered. Like, there's no... Absolutely. As if, if he's allowed anywhere near Gen Pop, like, you know that someone is going to be like, I'm going to be the guy who killed R. Kelly. Some dude who's doing, like, 25 to life already, he'll be like, good night. Imagine, bounce, bounce, bounce. And when he walks in, people will be singing his track. This is the remix as he walks in. He's oh, so yeah, scared. man. I believe but you know what I the thing is? Fly. The thing is, because they protect him, he'll have a great setup there. He'll have, like, a PlayStation in a private room. And they'll just uh, maybe, and there'll be people banging on the glass, and he'll just uh, be eating donuts and cruising around, just going, "Oh, I just don't have sex anymore, but it's quite fun in here." I reckon. Do you think you have a? I reckon there's a good chance that some fucking Aryan Brotherhood, or you know, like like some twenty five to lifer, just takes them. I don't think they'll get access because what he will effectively he will still be a celebrity in prison because you have five security guards around him, 
and he'll have a great experience in isolation, cruising around, remembering what he did, loving it. Remembering all the, all the pee he threw at those children. Dude, you get lucky if, you, um, if, if you're high profile because you can't really go to prison. Because Cosby can't get, you can't get access to the general pop. So if you're famous, you can't do jail, really, because you're not in general pop. So I'm like, in a yeah. way, like I, I, I'm, when I go to jail, I hope I've got a profile so that I can be safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder, uh, yeah, so that's what I wonder. Like if he's, if he's allowed anywhere out of isolation, like that, he'll, he'll be fucking gone. Well, sure. they'll never do it. And that's what I'm saying. So they're untouchable. They're still famous in jail because you're like, why does he not? I'm sleeping in a bunk bed with a bikey mm. that keeps hitting me with shit and yelling <laughs> and smearing feces on me. And R. Kelly's in, on a PlayStation. I saw him through that glass window. Why am I on a bunk? <laughs> Protect me as well. Oh, because I'm not famous. I'm not protected. I'm in the showers copping shit, copping dicks. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, I'm not famous. So I'm, it's, it's fair enough if me, a meager accountant, is stabbed to death in the showers. But R. Kelly better not. He better be protected in slippers in his own little ISO booth. I'm like, I want an ISO booth. I would c- commit crimes if I knew I was just going in an ISO booth because that's how I live anyway. 30 years is pretty good, though. That's a that's a good outcome, you know? Like, you usually... Ex- like, although the Cosby thing was weird that they, like, he, he went to prison and then he, he got out because he was like, remember, you said that I couldn't be uh, prosecuted if I gave uh, gave this information to you yeah, about yeah, 25 yeah. years ago, so... No, my favourite, we mentioned on the pod, was that he was tweeting while he was in there. So you obviously had a phone. Like you watch enough prison things, you're not meant to have that. He's got an own. He's he's managing his social media in there. Yeah, or someone or someone else is tweeting for him, like outside. Like it, like they would have meetings and phone calls, and he'd be like, "Yeah, tweet this." No, no, use that hashtag, dude. <laughs> it's um, dude, it's good if, for the- if Bill Cosby was tweeting in prison, I don't think the tweets would have been what they were. The tweets would have been like, "Oh." This cafeteria food sucks today. <laughs> it would have been yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, a day-to-day yeah. monologue of what was happening. <laughs> it was all like campaigning stuff. Yeah, it would yeah, have been yeah. like, it wouldn't oh. have been that. It would have been like, man, sure it's getting fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, did they? The stats are ninety percent of ninety uh, percent of inmates are divorced. Like the the partner always leaves. I don't once know. Once you convicted, let's have a look. That's that's interesting. Maybe it's 80%. Most people abandon you immediately. Sickness and health, jail, I'm out. Jail's not included in there, is it? Look, look, in, in, incarceration divorce rate. The risk of divorce is very high among men going to prison when they attain the divorce rate of 50% experienced by the general population in, in about one third of the time. So it's the same. But they get there Wait, quicker. The longer an inmate, the more <laughs> likely the marriage is to fail. One recent study found that each year of incarceration increases the odds that the inmate's marriage will end in divorce by an average of 32%. You know that there's some sad bloke out there who's like, maybe if I maybe if I go away for just like four years, she'll leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way to get out. <laughs> but then there's also girls that will marry you in jail where they haven't met you. That, and that rest. is kind of a big plus. You get to, uh, you potentially get some crazy ass. Uh, well, cra- not crazy. Your soulmate. No, she knows no. Some, some crazy. Uh, what's that? What's that fucking? Uh, uh, oh, some crazy ass conjugal pussy. And that's yeah, well, the that's best you can hope for. 
Which ones? That's the true way. You want to find your true soulmate, go to jail. Because she hears your heinous crimes and then she still brings you cake and sucks you off in the conjugal <laughs> visit. I'm like, who truly loves you? The woman when you're riding high and you had a little jet ski out in Mandurah or the woman that finds you in a cage lying in a ball and says, I love you, baby. I'm like, the true love comes from that because you're hated by society and there's one woman that comes in and says... I, I like what I see. And I'm like, that, that is your soulmate because she finds you in a scrap heap. As soon as you get out, that woman's leaving because the only reason they're there, like, man, they're not reading, yeah, yeah, they're they're not, they're not reading the newspaper article and going like, wow, this guy sounds like he's got a great personality. They're reading going like, wow, 15 years. Look at the heinous crimes he committed. Yeah, yeah 100%. I it's need like to attach myself to this. Fucking a tiger through the cage. Yeah. But as soon as they're in the real world and they come back to their apartment and they're like, why are there so many holes in the wall? And he goes, the kettle wouldn't work. And they're like, holy fuck, this guy is deadly. Do you know what I mean? Like once you're in real world and she goes, love you, honey. Why is there holes throughout the whole lounge? And you're like, I couldn't plug in my charger. And they're like, what the fuck? You've punched holes in the wall. My charger? It's not working. You fucking... Man, I, I don't even think it has to be as malicious as that. I reckon it's just uh, the sheer, like, your sheer presence and you not being behind bars. Like, the the attraction comes from being behind bars. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like if you were into some, like, some Instagram model or something and then, uh, and then you actually went to lunch with them, you'd be like, oh... Shit! Like without those, two, like as soon as, as soon, the, with the proximity, like it is, like man, like I, this is some fucking awful conversation. Dude, that's what I want to get. Like the real prison pussy, you're using cigarettes to get like the Hannibal Lecter costume sent in, and they go, he doesn't have to even wear it, and you've got a grill <laughs> over your mouth. And when she meets you, she goes like, he's here for white collar crime. He's only here for two years, and I'm like, hold me back. <laughs> and you got that red mask. And they're like, that's fancy dress. He ordered it in. He's in a prison farm. And the woman's like, you're wheeled in with, you know, your hands strapped behind. And they're like, just to let you know, he is actually allowed to wear casual wear. He just does this to get prison pussy. That'd be cool to roll around like Bane with like... (laughs) Dude, you look like Bane and they go like, aren't you in a prison farm for tax fraud for two years? Weren't you playing tennis an hour ago? Yes, but the tax fraud I committed was... Awful. I was born in the darkness. Join me in the conjugal trailer and I'll show you the true darkness. <laughs> I came from the darkness. <laughs> I like, came in your darkness. And then it's weird when she drives off and she sees you playing like tennis. <laughs> still in the vein mask. Still, yeah, still in the vein mask. And they're like, are they fishing oh. over there? Yeah, it's sort of an open camp. They can have jobs. <laughs> she just hears like, 15 love. <laughs> <laughs> what What are you in here for? I didn't pay parking fines. They're Man, I love that idea. I love the idea of like, uh, like Bane... Bane's personal time, you know what I mean, or like any any superhero villain personal. Oh, time. I love that idea. But when they're not Bane's mum, you want Bane's <laughs> mum in the mask saying, "Have your veggies." That's what you want to see. Is you want to see Bane coming home, going, "Mom, I'm here." Oh, mom, I've got an interview in the morning. Bane getting on the bus. You want Bane in normal situations. You want Bane at the gym. He's at fitness first. Yeah, those muscles don't make themselves, man. Like you got to get juiced up. 
You want brother. Bane at the gym waiting to use the leg press? Brother, how about you spot me for a moment? And then him having a muffin and complaining because it's a bit dry. <laughs> like you want normal Just mushing the, mushing the muffin into his mask. <laughs> Dude, that was the classic Eddie, um, Eddie um, whatever his name is. Uh, Eddie is it? it it is a bit where he put uh, he put Darth Vader in the canteen. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's one yeah, of the great yeah. bits. Or like uh, Prior did it where he said uh, Dracula in the hood. <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna suck your blood. He's like, <laughs> you're a long way from home. N word. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but Bane in normal life is funny. Hey, just any scenario. Oh yeah, man. Him, so good. Him, uh, him on an exercise bike, <laughs> do you know just training? And because because there's so many elements to Bane, just like the physicality of it. Like, firstly, he's got a mask just mo like yep. a, like sucked onto his face, so he, yep. he can't eat. Nutrition's fucked. Uh, Dude, him in a drive-through window. He's huge, so he has to be going to the gym for 90 minutes every day, which is very hilarious to imagine him at a fitness. Well, that's us. what I'm saying. Seeing the discipline, it's like the Nick Kyrgios. You're seeing him doing push-ups, mm. and you go like, oh, he doesn't seem that mean. He's doing a weird workout to strengthen his calves. He's bicycling. Or him washing or bathing. Do you know what I mean? Like him, he, he has to wash. So him in a shower with the helmet on is not as he, he used <laughs> femwash on his penis. <laughs> femwash on his penis, washing down. It doesn't seem as uh, menacing. It's the same with the ghost, dude. Because you only see the ghost at the thing, but what about when they wait for you to getting home? And then they're just sitting on your couch waiting for you. <laughs> they're not as scary. Where you go out and you work 18 hours, you come back and you're like, have you just been, what, are you just sitting waiting? You're so pathetic. You just sat on this couch all day to move a glass. You're a weirdo. Unable to press the uh, the power button on the remote. Can't even sit there and watch TV. Dude, that's what I'm imagining. What What's a ghost doing when you leave the house? <laughs> Wandering around, cleaning up. Like, what, what do they do? Well, usually with the, like, you know, the paranormal activity style, like, home hauntings, they're, they're pretty chill when no one's in the house. They only seem to really get riled up when someone else moves in. And then what are they doing just sitting there? Have they had, like, a ghost coloured? Have they had a ginger ghost? That's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> a ginger ghost. Where you go, he, he's freckled and has orange hair. He scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> he keeps popping up. I don't think I've ever heard a ginger ghost spoken of. <laughs> Have you? Uh, well, the oh, yeah, dude, a Down syndrome ghost. Have you oh, heard that, of this? Yeah, no, see, that would be a good one. <laughs> Boo. I'm very spooky. Yeah, man. Or uh, a cere cerebral ghost. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yes, yeah, so we can go through the list of different neurological conditions that you can get and still be a ghost. Oh, there are not, there's not enough diversity in ghosts. Oh, man. Dude, that's it. A ghost and you keep yelling? No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 we're ignoring, we're ignoring one of the most... Uh, I know which one it is, the transition ghost. No, no, yell, no, no, we're ignoring... He haunted me and they go, it's a she. <laughs> <laughs> and you've misgendered I couldn't tell ghost. from the outline. And uh, you keep misgendering the ghost and he gets more, she gets more angry. Because <laughs> you, you can't tell. No, really what we're ignoring get, is yeah. the... Like, like the the modern ghost, like definitive modern ghost tale, which is the sixth sense, where you yeah. do have ginger coloured all all every type of ghost because yeah. they just look like people to the kid. But you know what the hardest thing of all ghosts is clothes because it means there's ghost clothes. Do you realise this? 
Yeah. That, that, that no one considers that you've got a ghost hat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The fact they're wearing clothes means that clothes can become ghosts as well. You have ghost shoes. No, because the, 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 the whole appearance of the ghost is just the projection of how the ghost sees itself. No, man. Which is why, no, that's why Bruce, that's why, that is why through the whole movie, Bruce Willis doesn't have, uh, like the back of his head blown off or whatever. Until, oh, because I always thought until you could, until he, he realizes he's a ghost and he turns around or or whichever part of it that is like there are all those bits where dude the, the I ghost love that idea know. where you're at the you're at the at, 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 at the races and they go where'd you get that hat and you bought it off a ghost and it's just a ghost <laughs> top hat and they're like that's incredible <laughs> and you go yeah I swapped it I swapped it for a handful of garlic with the ghost <laughs> I've got a ghost hat. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, poke through it. They're like, that is incredible. I'm like, you can trade with these cunts. Ghost that would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, you can exchange with them if you just, they like salt and garlic or something. <laughs> no, Handful of salt. They, they hate salt, uh, but I think they do like, I don't, I don't know if they like garlic, but it would help them keep away the vampires, which Dude. as a ghost, I mean, you got a whole new set of problems to worry about and vampires, very strong possibility of that being one of them. What was that? What was vampire from? Like it was from plague or something. It was from rabies or what was it? It was from some actual issue where people were biting people. Um, All of these things manifested from proper things. Yeah. Right? From folklore. Folklore when someone had like rabies and kept biting people and they're like, oh, he's a vampire. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't rabies. No, no, no. News reports about uh, vampire epidemics in Eastern Europe. So I assume there's some fucking bullshit that dates back to some epidemic where there was something like a rabies or a... Dude, what is your... What costumes have you worn for Halloween? What's the best ones you've seen? I'm trying to think. I think I dressed up as a zombie for one thing. I don't know. I've never really done a, a Halloween thing. I don't like. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like. I don't like any social event to begin with, let alone one where I have to uh, dress up as a thing. Dude, one hundred percent. When it's fancy dress for a party, and you're like, I don't like you enough to invest in a costume. I'll, I'll swing by and give you a wave. I'm not going to a fancy dress store <laughs> and putting in fake teeth. So I can come and celebrate your shitty 30th. I don't care about anyone enough. Do you? <laughs> but I do. But the thing is, I always dress up because uh, you want the attention. I don't really like it. But you come as like a tumbleweed. That was my favorite. It was, um, what was it? Like country western or some shit? What you mean? Everyone came as cowboys and Indians. You can't do that anymore, can you? Uh, cowboys not, and Indians? Not Indians. You have to come as cowboys and Native Americans. And I came as like a tumbleweed and I got like this big pot plant. It was great. Hey? That's, that's like good. You just, that's fine. You're like a side. But it's not really fun. See, you, you, think- s- you, say, you say you're an antisocial uh, uh, hermit boy, but you, you, you like going out. You know what I mean? You want to be out. Dude, you, by know people. That you, you know that you're grotesque where you're the only tumbleweed at the party and you still go home alone. Like you've gone all out. <laughs> Do you know, like someone should at least go, well, he's quirky, but they, they all leave you at the end of the day and you get a taxi home dressed as a tumbleweed. Oh, that is, that is sad. Having and to when get you the see taxi. everyone dressed as the hot sailor and the hot cowboy and you're the tumbleweed, everyone does, all the girls always do the hot. A hot ghost. That, that's why, because I had a fancy dress which was called um, geriatric. We had to go as old people and it's so good because the girls, you can't look hot. 
as a 90-year-old. Very difficult. So it was true fancy dress. Yes, like slutty old lady. I'd like to see that. Yeah, they could... (laughs) Because you couldn't really, when you're looking with grey hair, then have these sort of saggy tits hanging <laughs> out. Like you, can't, you can't really gloss it up. So it forced everyone to actually commit rather than going, I'm a scared, sexy fairy. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like that as a theme. We had, a, we had a, an open biker who lost his licence after, uh, uh, I think they were working at, at, at a, I think they were pulling a hospital shift um, and it was a, a Halloween or whatever fucking yeah. dress up thing. And they'd gone like, they'd gone as a gimp, like leather, ball gag, the full yeah. thing, right? Uh, but they had driven to work and were leaving work as yeah. the gimp, right? They get pulled over, breath tested, and they're fucking over the limit. <laughs> And they have to go to lock up for the night, dressed as a gimp with like arseless chaps. Uh, so as a fucking funny. leather daddy. I was caught. I've been caught once dressed as Superman, drink driving, but I got off. But they caught me on the highway chasing me, and I was dressed as Superman, <laughs> the driver. I had to do. I had to get out of the vehicle and do a breath test because it was a paddy wagon. It was a paddy wagon that was chasing me. That's when you get off. If it's not RBT, if it's actually a paddy wagon that's just seen you erratically driving <laughs> and they've got, they've got the cage on the van and they're chasing you because they're like, he's dangerous. But then they don't really pursue it. That was one of the craziest stories, man. I drank, I'm sure, 14 to 15 Coronas <laughs> and they let me go. Why did they home. let you go? I breathed and I thought I must be like have a different temperament. They said, you're right to go, sir. They go, they, they, they pulled me over and this is an honest story. And they go, how fast were you going? And I said, not, not fast. And they go, well, that's weird because we've been, we've been following you for about 15 minutes trying to get, catch up with you <laughs> in the batting wagon. And then they go, breathe into this. And then I saw disappointment in the eyes and they go, you're right to go. That's it amazing. It must have been, the only thing I think must have happened is I must have had those beers and then, like earlier or maybe I hadn't had as many and I'd had ecstasy or something else. Like I'm like, it didn't make sense because I thought I was totally cooked. That's yeah. why I was trying to lose them. Well, it's not a blood test, right? Like if, if whatever. It, no, but it, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think maybe I didn't have as many drinks as I thought because I was on pingers and <laughs> thought I'd had a lot. <laughs> You know Man, I mean? that's the true way to beat an RBT, dude. Just be on pangers. That's great. Oh, dude, back in the day, it's the best. They go, have you had uh, alcohol? No, nah, I've had everything else, though. <laughs> you dumb punk. <laughs> no test for it. And you're like, your eyes are like dinner plates. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on acid. <laughs> you can't test for acid. All right, we're, we're going we're gonna to wrap this one up. Um, yeah. uh, Picks of the week. Oh, did you see his... Boris, uh, Boris Johnson's... Fu- Man, that was... What, why is why is he out? What what caused that? Does people hate him or... I don't know, man. I always like... I just like the fact that he never brushed his hair. Like, I, I think that's <laughs> the sign of a genius. I don't think you can brush that hair, man. That's He looks like the fucking straw man from Wizard of Oz. Dude, like but he's like... That dishevelled look to me is the sign of a smart man. Because he he doesn't he doesn't worry about hygiene or appearance. Yeah, smart man. Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, trying trying to uh, correct this narrative uh, to your own uh, benefit, eh? Well, man, I, I didn't Albert Einstein. He had all that spiky hair. He could have got that matted down. He didn't bother because he's doing <laughs> e equals mc squared. He's not going to get a perm, is he? Or to get get braids? Where are we? Dude, imagine. 
Go on. Yeah, look, uh, the market. I was going to say, where are we in the recession at the moment? Dude, well, it's obviously like an 18-month cycle, so I think we've still probably got 10 to 20% drop in everything coming as, uh, as the full depravity of the lockdown that was uh, they just pumped money into is revealed. Yeah. I mean, we're not in for good times. It's, and I think everyone, they still have that fake excitement, but generally it's a waiting game now. So it's just going to be bleak and slowly retail is going to have to cash in to pay their mortgages and bills. Do you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. not going to get buoyed. In your head, you think there's going to be a quick recovery, but I feel like, because how are you finding it with crypto? Like, it's struggling. Like, Bitcoin's at 20,000. It's like, surely it's going to drop a leg lower with more bad news. I mean, in the next maybe, six but then it was at like 16,000 a week ago, and now it's at 21,000. Like, it's, it's dropped, but like. Dude, I want it at three grand because I'm going all in leveraged. Yeah. I mean. Obviously, it's a dream, but I'm like, I need. Bitcoin at 3000 and I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. but when if Bitcoin had 3000 like, it's potentially fucked anyway. Like, uh, No, but you, you know why you realise? Because I was thinking about it and they're like, oh, Bitcoin will not exist. And I'm like, I think someone else was saying it, but like try transfer money between two banks and see how you get fucked around. Oh, 100 yeah. grand from Absolutely. UK and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that technology is going to end. I'm going to go to National Australia Bank and do 19 forms to transfer you know, 100 grand to the UK, or I can do it instantly, yeah. and it's my money. It's never going to go away. Of course not. It's fucking and, good tech. And fucking Ethereum is a, like the utility on that uh, uh, on a decentralized network is insane. It's absolutely Dude, I insane. just need, I need, I'm in these oil and gas plays, Warringah, which went like shit. They had their drilling. It was great. It never moved. Hazir, <laughs> which I should have bought, went from 50 cents to 95, which would have been a clear double. Finally, some relief. <laughs> A relief rally to keep me off the suicide watch, but I was in the shit. I couldn't fucking resist going back into the shitty gas play. And then I've got, I've yeah. got all these gas plays and I saw the guy that had given me the tip on one of them, like TMK, and he was like, yeah, well, it, sh- it should have gone up four or five times, but he goes, obviously, it's a different market now. I'm like, you never, I don't different market. I'm like, I need that five bag, you fuckhead. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a different market. I'm like, give me my 5X. I need a million dollars very soon, mate, or I'm going to hang myself. So you fucking get, get working. When does housing crash? Dude, well, it has to follow, hey. You'd Surely. think so. Although Australia was pretty impervious to the uh, 08 crisis in terms of... Dude, but rates. it's a weird one because it got, like, obviously printing that money created the bubble. So it's up 20%. But then if you consider... So that's a lie. So that 20% <laughs> needs to go. But then you need the two-year COVID crash. So I'm like, it should theoretically drop 40%. But then you're like, oh, no, it is printed money. So it does exist now. So the inflation's there. So I'm like... Maybe it drops 30%, I would think. Property, 20 to 30%. Do we just need wages to increase? Man, are they going to... I don't know, man. It's a horrible situation with inflation. You know what I was thinking is why does... Because we did it in economics and they go, oh, smoothing, interest rates. But I'm like, they seem to just make it worse. I'm like, they make it more volatile, bigger of spikes. I'm like, would it be better to just 
be honest and just have the rocking of the ship and have the natural movement than have maniacs printing money for 0% and then jacking it up to 15%. I'm like, are you actually helping or is it better to just let capitalism, let the market flow and go, okay, well, we're in lockdown for two years. Shit's going to get fucked. Do you know, like why they always trying to why they always trying to smooth shit for people. Let the world burn, and then I can profit. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, you see, Twitter is uh, uh, suing Elon Musk after he's pulled out of buying it. Suing oh, him. they really? Yeah, they're suing him for a clause uh, to force him to buy it because obviously his fucking stock market, crypto market manipulation bullshit has to come to an end. And I would love, I would love for it to come to a fucking end where he has to fork out $44 billion to buy Twitter. How good is it? Because he offers the prize, then he looks under the skirt and goes, this is a trashy um, uh, lady of the night. And, he, and then they, the, the fact that he's totally fucked them like saying it's all bots there it's a shit business and i'm like that is now like their whole reputation is in tatters because he he got to look inside the business and but goes, no this but is he's worthless. a bullshitter he was never fucking buying twitter he's just no, market manipulating the whole time that's, that's all he does this is what's so good he might have been able to buy it but then he's got even a better outcome because he can just sully their name and they can never wash off the fact that he said most of it's bots, it's a worthless shit business. And, and now a lot of people believe that, man. Do you know what I find funny is um, watching people talk about economics, we're talking about the property thing, watching comments from like housewives just going like, it can, property can never floor because like we just built a house in um, Spearwood <laughs> and the supply were very expensive and there's not much room. And there's a kid at school that hasn't been able to find a rental. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You absolute <laughs> idiot. And she goes, my cousin Wayne, he works in real estate and he's doing very well. He's got a flashy <laughs> pair of snake skins. That's not happening out apropos of nothing. There's a lot happening here. My cousin Wayne says it's going well. I know there's a family down the road that's trying to look for a rental. They have an issue. So I think the rental market's uh, strained. I'm like, are you actually insane that they think they can look out their window and get perspective of the whole world? Man, you can, dude. Man, you can be in a new property development. You can be out your window and you can look over the street and you can see, uh, you can see fucking Villa World building forty-five more, <laughs> more houses on a lot. And you go, look at that. It's tangible, tangible uh, resource. Dude, it's never like the flat earthers. Wrong. The flat earthers that live in Perth and go, well, I've never seen a curve. And I'm like, what are you doing? Because I was listening to podcasts about the conspiracy theories of like the vaccine killing people. And I'm like, you do know they do autopsies, right? They get a death certificate and have a cause of death and they haven't attributed it to the vaccine. Like they know the symptoms that are present and it's not happened, right? Like when someone dies, they don't just throw them in a bin. Someone looks and goes, oh, his heart exploded from the vaccine yeah do you know what i mean like the, it's not like you just get buried people investigate while you die yeah is this not true and uh, yeah and, the, and then the idea that they're like well like I, I love the i love the idea any idea any conspiracy theory that requires basically a hundred percent of 
an uncontrollable sample size to be on board with it. It's like, well, mate, it's just the coroner's lying, mate. It's like, it's like, it's like really? Yeah, yeah. Every coroner? You don't think there's some fucking anti-vax coroner out there who's like, come on, man, let this one be a vaccine Dude, death. because I was saying, like, because we have to do that shout-out, because Nick Nermanoff, did you know him? Nermanoff? No. Why did I say his name wrong? The, the stand-up that passed away? Oh, the I, Adelaide comic. He was such a legend, man. He was Rip fucking brother. like a mixture of like Norm Macdonald and um, what was that? Fuck. The, the guy with glass. Uh, wow, man. Uh, I'm really making a mess of this. Hey. The guy with glasses. <laughs> yeah, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we got to edit this out. Well, you got to hurry. Pay your, pay your respects quickly because I got to oh, fucking no, no, go. I just wanted to try and get the right. Um, Mitch Hedberg and Norm Macdonald uh, combo. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't done a good job of it, but I'm saying, like, what a nice guy. But then I was like, I wrote, fuck, what a, like, a great guy, and he was so fucking funny. But then I'm like, cunts commented below, what did he die of? I think it was the vaccine. And I'm like, oh, my well, God. Are you fucking serious? Dude, my thread was hammered with about eight comments and going, like, show us the death certificate. What did he die? And I'm like, fuck you, cunts. Like, I felt upset about this because he gigged in Sydney a lot and he was a fucking... I've got an unrecorded pod with him that I told him I'd never release because it was so bad. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I still find humour and stuff, right? Because someone posts, the dude owed me 30 bucks. That's all they wrote. <laughs> dude owed me 30 bucks. And I was howling laughing. That's fucking great. howling. But then I'm like, to actually go like, oh, the fucking vax. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You can't. Don't you think? Yeah, of course. It's a lot. Disgusting, I, yeah. I, and also, man, like it's been how it's it's been over two years with vaccines now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, like, when do they all go? Oh, maybe we were wrong, <laughs> dude. I feel bad though. Like I realize this is why I can't MC. I know Nick Nemeroff, and then I'm like I'm pronouncing his name wrong, the last name, and I'm like it's such a disrespect. But it's because I'm so bad at reading and knowing names, like. <laughs> I know who he is, but then I thought, oh, maybe I'm actually saying his name wrong. And is this me latching on? Because all the more popular comics knew him so well. But I did actually know him. But, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll miss him a lot as well. Oh, sure Do you, you know did, my mate. You got an, unrele- oh, an unreleased podcast that will never no, hear. No, my favourite my fav- my favorite po- uh, cl- quotes are like, didn't know him. He sounded great. Like uh, a semi-open mic. Just chiming part in. Of, part of the gang. Didn't know him, but like, he seemed great. And you're like, who are you? <laughs> well, you didn't drink with them? And you're like, I'll miss them. And you're like, what? What the fuck? And they're just trying to latch in. They're commenting. Never met him. Haven't watched his comedy. We're, you're going to be missed. Rest in peace, Nick. And then like trying to like hope that a booker sees you in there. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, well, People are well, fucking mate, horrible. Big ups to Nick. I never knew the guy, but he sounds sick. Mate, I was watching because he was the only one of the only guys I knew that seemed to be making progress in comedy because you'd keep looking back and you're like what the fuck he's been on conan he'd done stuff everyone else i'd backed hadn't really he seemed like and then i saw even some big comics were um you know it said how good he was so it's pretty good eh? that's good well okay well i do need to go so russell uh, russell peters said he was one of the greats so signing off not that russell has much credibility but he still said it what did he die of though What, what did he actually die of well mate it's uh, you know, in my heart, it was the vaccine. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. He died in his, peacefully in his sleep. 
Well, you can never really confirm that because it, no one was in the room, so I'm sure he'd oh, been he on didn't, the he didn't have a loved one. A he didn't have a loved one to well, confirm. But, no, no. Well, people, people <laughs> say that to me. I died peace. I had a, uh, an uncle that died peacefully in his sleep, and I'm like, well, why are there claw marks on the walls? Yeah, yeah that's know? what I mean, though. Like, you know, was your aunt there watching, making sure he I'm was like, peaceful? I'm like, did she hear him scream, going, mother of God, I wasted my life, I should <laughs> never have married this woman, and then punching a cushion as blood dripped out. No, if you, as long as there's not blood, people say it was peaceful. Probably for an hour, <laughs> he screamed for help as you slept through it because you had your sleep apnea mask on. He died peacefully. He yelled for help for an hour and a half. As you fucking farted and slept through deeply because you're on meds, <laughs> All right, you didn't gonna, help him. I gotta go. God bless. Anyway, maybe edit around that Nick thing because nah, me, floundering on, me floundering on his name for six minutes is not good. I think. But I was I was trying to pronounce it. You know I was what? Trying to look up. I think never having met the guy, but he sounds great. I reckon that's exactly what he would have wanted. He he would have, he would have, and now you know someone. Someone's laughing up in the skies now. Do you know? Imagine that show. Hedberg, and you got them. Wow. They're God's all up there. Really Hedberg, Norm MacDonald, uh, Nick, Nick uh, Maris, Maristoff. Uh. No, the, 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 the God's, God's comedy shows just improved. There must have been a, a dropout in the local uh, heaven comedy room. And I'm like, God's laughing now, and all the greats. Elvis is watching. And you've got fucking um, Marilyn Monroe and JFK with his head blowing out. He's laughing. <laughs> and they're all having, And the ghost dog. And everyone's up there laughing at Nick. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and one day we will be up there, ma'am. We will be up there. We'll be doing a... We'll be, Making them laugh. We'll, we'll, we'll be laugh. up there recording a podcast once every two months. <laughs> Make them laugh, Nikki. You do it. You do us proud. Make the greats laugh. I've got to go to work. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Dude, you don't have a job. You're a drug addict. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will...